everyone, this is Tony Dow, and Happy New Year to everybody celebrating New Year today. It's uh, January 1st, 2020, and because of New Year, we actually don't have a new episode today. So instead, today I'm going to be posting an episode where I interviewed Dr. Alex Vu almost a year ago today. So uh, he's going to be going over his role as a pharmacy applications analyst over at uh, UCLA Medical Center. So hope you guys enjoy. You are listening to Pharmacy IT and Me, your informatics pharmacist podcast. Welcome to another episode of Pharmacy IT and Me. As with every episode, we start off this one stating that the intended audience is actually everybody. So today we'll be speaking with our special guest and actually a good friend of mine and former student of mine, uh, Dr. Alex Vu, on his uh, what his role is in the pharmacy technology and informatics world. Thank you so much for taking some time to be on the podcast. Alex, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing great, Tony. How about yourself? Good, good. So let's just get started. And can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Sure. Um, I graduated from the University of the Pacific uh, Pharmacy School in California, class of 2013. And my pharmacy career so far has been pretty diverse, I would say. Uh, I started off in retail for about a year, and then uh, I moved to a hospital pharmacy, uh, working graveyard shifts. I did some work as a consultant pharmacist, and the last three to four years, I've worked in uh, informatics. Uh, specifically, I've, I've worked uh, using the software Epic, and for those who aren't familiar with pharmacy IT, Epic's one of like the major software vendors for hospital systems, and kind of their claim to fame has been the end users really like the experience, like nurses, doctors really like the experience of using Epic over other uh, vendors. Awesome. So I guess what made you decide that you wanted to get into informatics and technology? Well, what made me want to get into it was uh, it kind of offered me a chance to utilize my skills as both the pharmacist and really combine it with what I felt was uh, at least a strong technical background. Now, I've been building computers since I was five and pretty much taught myself how to use uh, every major piece of software I've come across. And it seemed like a, like a natural fit for me. Now, what, what I think is like more important is what got me to stay in it. The thing that I love about uh, pharmacy IT is I'm constantly learning something new every day. And, and it, it's not always just drug related, you know, but it can be if you, you know, you're working on a antimicrobial stewardship module or, you know, a surgical module, but it's also very business and policy related. You know, you learn, for example, how to maintain profitability while still providing the highest level of patient care. So I, I really love that aspect about the job. I'm doing new things every day. Cool. So you just talked about some of the things you do. So currently, uh, what are the, the job duties that you have in your current position? Well, if you're uh, working for a hospital system as an IT pharmacist, uh, you can uh, generally, uh, my workload is divided up into two things. Uh, the first thing is break fixes. And the second thing is uh, enhancements and projects. For uh, those of you not familiar with the field, uh, an example of a break fix on the inpatient side might be, you know, a physician tries to order a drug in the system, but they can't find it. Or maybe a nurse scans a barcode on the medication and the system isn't recognizing that medication. Uh, on, on the outpatient side, an example is maybe a claim isn't adjudicating correctly and you have to change the way you send it to the uh, pharmacy benefit manager. Or um, a patient handout isn't printing correctly or isn't printing at all when a pharmacist dispenses a particular medication. For enhancements and projects, pretty much it's anything new that your business owners want to be able to do. When you change 
you're a wholesale drug vendor. You know, there's a lot of setup required to have your system communicate properly with them. Or, you know, if you want to implement a new clinic or absorb, if your organization absorbs another organization, there's a, there's a ton of setup required on that end. And uh, I pretty much share these responsibilities with a team of seven other pharmacists. In a general sense, it's pretty much your job to make everybody else's job easier. That's a really good way of putting it. So if there are students or even pharmacists right now that want to do a career switch or so, do you have any advice for you know what can, they can do to get into the field? Well, I can speak for uh, Epic-based institutions only because uh, getting certified in their software requires a hospital sponsorship. But for right now, the, the two best ways I can think of are if you're already a pharmacist working at a place that's going to upgrade uh, to Epic or some other software, uh, they, they usually take some internal staff and switch them over to IT just because they have you know great process knowledge and great workflow knowledge. Your other option, which I've seen more and more, is to complete a residency in informatics. And there's, you know, there's ways to supplement that. If you're working at a hospital, you can tell your director you're, you have an interest in it and maybe ask to be put on projects that are informatics related. For example, the IT staff, they always need clinical validation for, you know, IV pumps, uh, how they work, and also to maintain the database for the drug cabinets like Apixis or Accudose. Um, if you're not already in the hospital, maybe maybe going the residency route is probably going to be your fastest. But really, it's all about you know opportunity. You know, my career in Epic started at an institution where geographically it was difficult to recruit you know full time talent there, and you know they were in the midst of an installation. I happened to get lucky. So there there are opportunities out there. You just uh, you just got to look for them. That's really good advice. So is there any um, interesting projects that you'd like to talk about before we uh, end the podcast? Uh, sure. Uh, one of the interesting projects uh, I just did where I learned totally new things is uh, we implemented a specialty pharmacy module. Now, for uh, specialty pharmacies are accredited specifically by uh, URAC, and they're allowed to dispense meds that are high cost or, or that may need you know additional monitoring. And this might be like an oncology med or uh, a high cost hepatitis med. But the workflow for specialty pharmacy is different than your normal outpatient pharmacy. So when you dispense one of these medications, there's a there's a pharmacist conducting a clinical interview and and they're documenting things such as adherence, uh, side effects, and quality of life. And from a regulatory standpoint, your documentation really needs to be comprehensive and reportable. So what myself and one of my team members did was, you know, we created the whole workflow. You know, whatever your the form that you know you're creating on your software has to follow more or less how your pharmacists conduct their phone calls. Every piece of data that they're writing down, it has to flow through a database, which you then have to you know, create a report to query back and, and present to URAC in an acceptable manner. Besides for that, you have to make you know, life easy for your pharmacists. You, know, you, have to, you have to create the software to identify which patients need to be followed up and how often. And this can be tied back to some of the data that they've previously documented. Uh, you, so you, you're really there to support the pharmacy in every manner, regulatory and workflow. Wow, that's really awesome. So if anyone had any questions for you about like your career or you know how to get into the field, is there any way that they'd be able to reach you? Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, you can uh, leave them my email, Tony. Uh, it's alexvupharmd at gmail.com. That's uh, A-L-E-X, V's and Victor, use an umbrella, 
farm, P-H-A-R-M-D at gmail.com. Awesome. Thank you. So I'll be putting that into the show notes for anyone who's interested in reaching out. And uh, to be respectful of your time, I'd like to thank you again for taking some time out of your busy day to be on the show. Oh, sure. Thank you, Tony. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Yeah, actually, um, you know, I just wanted to thank uh, you, Joe and Jason for helping me start my career. You know, you guys really took a chance on me uh, very early on, and I appreciate that. And also, Laura, Sunny, and Christine over at Cottage uh, Santa Barbara for uh, being amazing coworkers. It was, uh, it was really a blessing to go to work every day and go UCLA. Just say hi to my team over there. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, Alex. And actually, you know, back at Ventura County, we felt really lucky that we even had someone like you as a very motivated student that um, was uh, under our training. So, so thank you for being there as well. All right. If you guys like this episode, you guys can subscribe and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any of your other favorite podcasting services. You can follow us on social media on Twitter or Facebook at PharmCITME. You can send us an email at PharmCITME at gmail.com. And you could also visit our website at PharmCITME.com. Thank you again for listening. And I'll see you on the next episode of PharmCIT and Me. And remember, technology is a tool. Patient care is the goal. Yeah.